Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Good morning, Mr. Rama. Good morning, Mr. Ware. I trust you had a very restful, enjoyable, active... <laughs> Out there, cutting the grass, trimming the trees, painting the house. Weekend. You're talking to me. Oh yeah, that's I awesome. slept <laughs> all weekend. I and how slept. was it? It was great. Yeah. It was very restful. Good. So I'm brimming with energy. Feel like a million dollars this morning. Well, maybe a ten a ten spot. But, well, you, know. you look like seven hundred fifty grand. <laughs> I'll, I'll settle for that. Remember we were talking about when. Uh, all the Uvalde stuff was going on, and they were, you did it. No, you did it. No, you did it. No, right, you did it. And we right. said, lawsuits. Oh, yeah. Lawsuits. Oh, hell yeah. Get ready. Well, so this uh, Charles Bonner of Bonner, Bonner, and Bonner, and Bonner, and Bonner. <laughs> Got the whole family working there. <laughs> the Texas Bonners. <laughs> Actually, they're from California. Oh, okay. They've been coming to Uvalde, mm-hmm. and he's about to file a $27 billion lawsuit. Twenty-seven wow. billion, and Thomas J. Henry's going. What? Wait a minute, man. Let me get some of that. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's going to sue everybody, uh, law enforcement, anybody that had anything to do with it, gun manufacturer, the company that sold the gun, the law enforcement, all the various sheriffs, the Texas Rangers, the DPS, the Border Patrol, the school Border officers, Patrol, Border Patrol. They're the ones who ended it, right? Why the hell would you sue them? I have no idea. Is, I, this, I, on, is this on behalf of the parents? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, apparently. you know. And he's been coming to Uvalde from their uh, California office for weeks now, forming this and getting this all together. Uh, it's going to be filed on the constitutionality, as he said. The victim survivors and their families had their 14th Amendment right to life violated. And so everybody's got to pay. He's probably going to... Probably going to sue the manufacturer of the tires that were on the truck that took the guy over there, probably. Wow, eventually. man. So $27 billion. And, and you know, just a guess of mine, this won't be the only one. No. They're going to be more. Multiple. 19 kids, no, multiple. Mm-hmm. Or 19 people, multiple lawsuits. We saw that coming a mile away. That's right. And this guy came all the way out from California because yeah. he knows there's a payday. Sorry. Sorry. Big old payday for him. Exactly right. You know they were on the ground that day. Oh, yeah. It always happens well, that Of course. Way, you know? Ambulance chasers. I hate sure. to say it, but that's what they are. Absolutely. But sometimes they uh, they do get uh, some serious money for their clients. So did anyone is anyone shocked by this? No. Uh, $27 billion, I don't know where, that's, you know where that kind of money is going to come from. But, you know, shoot, right. shoot, swing for the fences, I guess, is his attitude. Well, yeah, then you get what you get, you know. Uh, and little town's not going to be able to produce that much money. Ah, uh, Nah. But he knows that. Right. <laughs> he's, right. Like you say, he's overshooting. And, and it's going to be years in litigation. <sighs> so, you know, we'll just see what happens. Anyway. Well, and you, you want some kind of closure for the folks. And certainly they got something coming to them, you know, because of what happened, uh, you know, given all the mistakes that were made that day. You know it, right? But most of them are probably going to spend the rest of, you know, the next 10 years trying to get a hold of that money or five years or what have you. So I hope it works out well for him. I don't know what else to say. You know, I mean, the lawsuits, we we saw that coming. Well, and I can tell you from having walked that road, there's no amount of money that uh, brings your kid back. No, 
No, not no, at all. Doesn't exist. I wouldn't think. You 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 pay, pay me a trillion dollars and I'd still take my kids back. Right, right, right. right. So, so some consolation for the folks, right. perhaps you know, but right. uh, not unexpected. Yeah. Anyway, here we said on a Monday that was that's kind of the lead local story here on a Monday. Well, I saw a story and it's kind of gone away now. My wife had uh, brought me this story actually. My wife uh, does most of my show prep for me at this point. <laughs> uh, and uh, she found this, and we were talking about it. It's a couple days old, but uh, there's a co-op uh, off campus at the University of California Berkeley. Have you heard about this one? Mm-hmm. And a co-op, it's like a off campus place where people can go and live and uh this is a a, a home that uh, has about 56 uh, has about 56 occupants it's it's a a uh, person of color theme house and some emails surfaced about the policies the unofficial policies of this co-op you're gonna love this folks oh my you, god folks, you're gonna love this hang on oh my god uh, let's see. White people cannot be in the common areas. Not in the common area. And if you have a white parent, mm-hmm. uh, you have to get, per- or a white guest you wish to come spend time in the co-op, you have to get permission from the other people living in That's the co-op. Right. They all have to sign off on it. All of them. So let's say there's a, in this article, it's from the uh, Daily Mail, they, they cite a, uh, a person of mixed race who has a white father. And uh, he said he got permission to bring his white dad to the co-op, and there were slurs, people were hurling insults, and yet the very reason they don't want white people showing up is because they want a safe space for people of color. So explain this to me. That is right back to 50s and 60s segregation, right? Yeah. All they've done is flip the races on this, right? So black people there, right, people of color, there are doing the exact same things that was done to them in the 60s that we fought the civil rights movement that you know the civil rights movement well, was all about precisely they're doing the exact same thing they all they've done is flip the races and now you're a hop skip and a jump away from you know blacks only uh drinking fountains whites only drinking fountains whites only blacks yeah. only dining you know i mean whites or, only whites, I guess be whites only whites only entrance yeah sure and and it, the, the the only re- way I can wrap my noggin around it is that the people we're talking about right now are whether they're the professors or they're the kids themselves are removed from the civil rights movement. They don't have obviously don't have any connection to no, the actual don't. civil rights movement and Jim Crow and what it was like to live in those days. Mm-mm. They have no connection to that, and so this all seems fine to them. Well, and in some respect, they they've learned it growing up, right? From uh, pro- probably schools that they grew up in, right? Taught them taught them this, and this is how you get back at demand. You you flip it upside down, and you got to make them pay well it's like i always said it's not social justice it's social revenge right but again in order to be so deeply hypocritical as to not realize you're taking us backwards you must have lost your historical well that's because you're a dumbass well that too you're also a dumbass but think about that i mean uh, the people that they're doing this to had nothing to do with jim crow no had nothing to do it's like they weren't alive yet we're talking about 18 yeah. to 22 year olds well even the professors at this point would not be old enough exactly. most of them to have experienced jim crow so to take it out on them and to punish them for something that was done a couple of hundred years ago or a hundred years ago uh it's just it's lunacy it's the height of lunacy and again it's these people we, we say this every time one of these racist stories comes up because that's racist that's that, racist there is no other that's way racism. around it that that is freaking racist that's racism 
And um, all they're trying to do is perpetuate racism in this country because they make a living off of it. They have a reason to exist. Again, if, if racism, if Al Sharpton can't keep racism going on, if Al Sharpton can't, you know, keep it whipped up and stirred up concerning racism, he'd have to go get a job, probably flipping burgers somewhere, because he has no other skills. Well, and, and I, I think for a lot of young people, a lot of white liberals, white progressives, it, it makes them feel like, look how superior I am. Sure. I, I, I know how awful white people are, and I'm white. See Sean, you're right on the money. And I love the language. You have a guy named Stephen Ross. He's the cooperative experience manager for yeah. this co-op. He says, House members purposely work towards not making whiteness central to the experience for members living in the House. Right, right, right. Because some members have been traumatized by the white violence mentioned in the rules, and they even link it to Donald Trump. Well, everything is linked to him. Everything evil. He defines this as being negatively impacted by things such as racist and discriminatory remarks made by former President Trump. You know, like what? But, <laughs> Which one? So Chuck Todd comes on his show on NBC yesterday, and he says 74% of Americans say the country is headed in the wrong yeah. direction. Now, this is NBC. Yeah. Right. Wow, that's pretty amazing for that's them to got, say that. That's got to hurt. Only 21% say the country's headed in the right direction. Well, i got to tell you, man, it's not just the economy. That's a major part of it. It's not just all this other stuff that we see and deal with inflation and all that other stuff. No, no, no. People, when they say the country's headed in the wrong direction, this is the kind of stuff oh, yeah. they're, putting, they're factoring in, too. People are sick and tired of this. Well, Americans are. are sick and tired. Not just the economy. They focus on the economy a lot, and it's the economy, and it's inflation. And, right. But people are so sick of the trans thing. They're so sick of this kind of racism. They've had their belly full of it, and they just want it over with. Well, again, like we always say, especially when you're dealing with a rough economy, and you don't know if you're going to be able to pay your bills this month, or you're trying to find a freaking loaf of bread, as Elaine says, you know, uh, having this stuff be front and center in the news, it's obnoxious. Right. It really, I think, it's racist, certainly. Obnoxious, most definitely. It's it's like salt in the wound. Okay, I'm trying to fill my tank up with gas. I'm trying to pay my bills. I'm trying to feed my kids. And then you do this. And I got to sit around and think about how awful I am because I'm white. Because I'm white. Yeah, exactly right. Come well, on, man. Well, here's another one. We got these Arkansas sit police down. officers that have been suspended. I watched the video. It's awful. It really is. I know. My wife's mentioned I haven't seen it's the video. It's awful. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, these guys, the Arkansas State Police, uh, knocked this guy down. He he went after, apparently he started it. Apparently he went after a sheriff's deputy and knocked the sheriff's deputy down. So they let him have it, and they did, man. They pounded on this guy mm -hmm. for a while. So you can't hear the audio. You can see them pounding on him and all that. But, again, there won't be any riots. They called. The, they started to call for riots, and then they realized that Randall Worcester, 27-year-old, is white. So there won't, be any, you know, there won't be any riots or anything like that. But uh, but these officers have been suspended. Okay, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, more Warren Rama, KTSA. KTSA and FM 1071. And if you were there last night, you can't hear anyway, so you're probably not listening to us. All right. Do to hell. Yeah. It's a big old concert, right? Where was that, in Austin? It was here. Oh, it was here. Yeah, Alamo Dome. And who was it all together? It was her, and it was Def Leppard, and it was Poison. Poison? Was, yeah, and uh, Motley Crue. Well, we've seen enough of Tommy Lee, haven't we, over the past... Uh, we have, and I think that uh, I heard that Poison really sucked. <laughs> so That's what I heard. Shocking. That's what I heard. I heard Def Leppard was good. I heard Joan Jett was good. And, uh, and of course, the guys... <laughs> 
Motley Crue, man, they, they're so used up. Poor Mick Mars, man. He can barely move. He had all that back surgery, oh, stuff, right. back surgery stuff, so he can barely move, but he still plays great guitar. So I was just never into any of that stuff. Yeah, me either. The, 80s. Just, I, <laughs> the, the spandex hair guys. Didn't do it for me. You know, what can we do with three chords? You know, it just it was, it was not my favorite music at no, all. No, not. From the 80s. I didn't miss a thing. <laughs> I really didn't. <laughs> But uh, you got all over face puke. You got all these people making the devil horns uh, with yeah. their, you know. Well, hey, hey, that's, that's the thing. Poison! Glad you had fun. You know, that's that's good. If it makes you happy, that's fine. I have a story for you. Okay. Vigorous exercisers who participate in activities like jogging, running, climbing stairs, swimming, bicycling, aerobics, playing sports, and working outdoors for 150 to 299 minutes. I don't know. How'd they get 299? I, I don't know. Why didn't you just go one more minute? Anyway. <laughs> Had a lower mortality rate. Had a lower mortality rate. So exercise is good for you. It's great for you. <laughs> They had lower. What is, this, what is this exercise thing of which you speak? Lower cardiovascular deaths, mm. and people who exercise vigorously for more than three hundred minutes per week did not have further lower mortality. Oh, that's why they said two hundred ninety nine. So there's no benefit going beyond two hundred ninety nine. Well, I, I've got yeah right. <laughs> if you go beyond two hundred ninety nine, then you're dead. I, I just uh, I've got to start exercising again. I, I'm actually kind of I you know because we we've got a lot of stuff going on right now with my mom, and so I kind of wandered off the. The path there. Have for, you uh, ever uh, exercised in your life? Yes, did actually, you? I did. What there did you do? Time, you did? There was a time in the uh, early double O's when I uh, uh, I was extremely fit. And what did you do as exercise? I rode an exercise bicycle. That's a good uh, one. I lifted weights. That's a good one too. Uh, I was actually working uh, part time at a at a at a, a convenience store <laughs> at that time. This was in Colorado. Uh-huh. And you had to load the ice bag, to fill the ice bags every night and fill up the ice cooler out front. That's good for so you, too. So I would take the ice bags and lift them like this. Yeah, you can't good. see it like a butterfly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, uh, and I was actually very fit. I was down to about 130 pounds. 130? Yeah, and I, but I was solid, man. I was solid. Last time I was 130, I was six. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really decent, well, pretty bad reason for wanting to get healthy at that point. But, yeah. you know, I did. Yeah. But uh, so now I'm 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 I gotta get back into uh, I bought a bunch of vegetables and stuff over the weekend. I just did a Good lot of rest, did a lot of sleeping this weekend, and uh, need to start walking again at least. I have got to you know I'm an exercise nut, and always right. have been raised that way, and worked out vigorously. Uh, pictures on the internet of me with gigantic arms and no neck and all that kind of stuff. But I had to get away from it because I'm I'm suffering a, a, a shoulder injury right now. Well, yeah, you're, and, you're dealing with that these it's days. It's bad, man. I'm just, it's really bad. So uh, as soon as that's taken care of and we mm-hmm. can get back, you know, I'll, I'll start, go after it again. Erin Mims over in Houston was at a restaurant celebrating her birthday last week. She leaves the restaurant mm-hmm. and goes to her car. There's a napkin stuffed in the door of her car. She opens the car door, grabs the napkin, goes throws, throws the napkin away, goes back into the restaurant, washes her hands. Ask her husband, did you put that napkin there? Why? No, I didn't put that napkin there. Within minutes, her hand starts tingling. Yeah. Her arm goes on fire. Her, heart's, her heart goes into racing mode. Uh, she gets sweats, and all this stuff's going on, so they run to the hospital. Uh, they do all kinds of tests to try to figure out what's going on with Aaron. She was poisoned by whatever was on that <sighs> napkin. They don't know what it was because they didn't get enough of it to be able to tell exactly what was on that napkin. But the doctor said, 
uh, you probably it was one of, probably one of those kidnapping things. Now we've talked about Houston being the epicenter, really, of the uh, human trafficking yeah. thing and all that. It's a big deal over in Houston, and so it, it might have had something to do with that. But how many of us, Sean? How many of us have come out to our cars? And there's, you know, a card from I'll Do Your Yard right. or, you know, the Drape Company or whatever stuck on the car, and you just grab it and throw it in the trash can. And uh, it's scary stuff because I think it's just – to me, it just sounds like malicious. Like, I'm just – I'm going to mess somebody Could up today. Could be, right? You know what I mean? Right. So be careful out there, man, when, what you touch with your hands. when it's, And it sucks that you have to be that way. Also, you couldn't pay me enough money to live in Houston. <laughs> I don't mind going there every now and again to watch a baseball game. If there ain't no amount of money, I would never live in Austin again, and you ain't going to pay my ass to live in Houston. Brother, I grew up and a lot of, spent a lot of time in Houston. Both my parents right. were there, right? And so every summer, I would go down there to visit the Grands, man. And it, you're right. Too no. Uh-uh. They have all that Houston mess they want. You man. could have Houston, uh-uh, baby. Yeah. I'm going to stay right here in SA. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about Bridgehead IT, and the Bridgehead team is on duty right now to answer all of your questions. Bridgehead. Bridgehead IT is on duty right now. And Bridgehead is a great, great IT company. So if you come in this morning and you've got an IT problem that developed over the weekend, you simply call Bridgehead IT at 210-477-7999. 210-477-7999. Bridgehead IT, your current IT staff, if you have one, they're going to have 24-7 support. If you don't have one, Bridgehead can be your IT team. They are phenomenal with what they do. Your IT will be up, it'll be working, it'll be maximized, and you will be improving the bottom line every day. The problem solvers at Bridgehead, for all of your IT issues, whether it's a problem and you need somebody to get you out of a jam or developing for the future for your company, Bridgehead is here. Bridgehead IT, 210-477-7999. Hey, Sean. Hey, Trey. It's the best day of the week. It's Monday. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you were just asking uh, if we're going to get some rain. Yes. Yeah. Not everybody, not all the time. Right. But it's going it, to, yes, it's going to get here. Yeah. Uh, so, good news for Brittany Griner, I guess, because Dennis Rodman is coming in his cape. Oh, boy. He's an interesting fella, isn't he? He really is. Well, yeah. if he gets her out of there before Biden does, you know, to <laughs> <laughs> make Biden look like a foo. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Well, <laughs> as if that's hard. Well, that's not hard these days. <laughs> Just let him be, and he looks like a foo. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, uh, Dennis Robbins supposedly going to. He says he's got permission. He doesn't have to get permission. You can go. You can just go wherever you want to go. You dude. can go over there. Unless you're a former Secretary of State or whatever. Right, right. Uh, his credit cards won't work there. They, they, none of our credit cards, right. bank cards, will work in Russia at the moment. But he doesn't need special permission to travel to Russia, says the State Department. So have fun. Bring some cash. Maybe you'll make it back. You know, maybe you'll... You <laughs> Don't make, take no weed with you. As Cole say. <laughs> what if his ass ends up in jail? That's what, I, that's what I'm leading to here. Wouldn't that be funny, man? Well, good to see you, Dennis. We just so happen to have a room for you right over here. What is this? It looks like cocaine in your bag. I wonder how it got there. Very interesting. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, I got, can I, you, I, <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> we'll see you later in the next world. Well, you saw that, uh, just real quick here, that the Vladimir Putin's ally, closest oh, ally, yeah, yeah. Alexander Dugan, his uh, daughter was blown I, up. I did see that. And he was supposed to be in that car. Mm. And, and she was in it, and the car just blown to smithereens. 
And, um, you know, he's totally freaked. He is the guy who got Putin involved in Kiev. He's a far-right nationalist uh designer of this whole war thing that that's going on and he was supposed to be in that car but he took a different car and his daughter mentioned that his daughter <sighs> blew up right in front of him oh that's horrible so they thought at first you know ukraine uh mm-hmm. this would be state-sponsored terrorism if ukraine did it ukraine is saying no anyway well we'll just see mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right in russia there are no accidental deaths nope uh, well, I, and James has already had a reaction to this. I'm just seeing this now for the first time from Ken's Five. That McDon- McDonald's. Mac- yep. I like McDonald's. Yep. You like McDonald's? I do. James, you like McDonald's? Yeah, I love McDonald's. Yeah. I don't care how small the damn burgers is getting. Dennis can't eat the buns because mm-hmm. he's. I can't eat anything at McDonald's. <laughs> you can't eat anything at McDonald's. But they are going to try out a chicken Big Mac. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's great. Yeah, I'll try too. it. Yeah, I need to eat more chicken. I talked about this morning. It's the chicken wars, and and they're <laughs> up in the chicken wars. This is a uh, this is two tempura chicken patties. Rock on pickles, shredded lettuce, and American cheese. So it's the same Big Mac, same just chicken patties. That's right. Instead all, of beef patties, all they're doing instead of twelve beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. That's your Big Mac in my head. You know they well, yeah, threw yeah. that into our head. Right. So instead of two all beef patties, it's two tempura chicken patties, <laughs> lettuce, cheese, pickles, sauce, onions oh, on a sesame seed bun. I'll try it. Why I got not? no problem. I'll try it. Now I saw another article the other day. The other day. The other day about McDonald's. You've got Biden disease. <laughs> Listen, champ. <laughs> I heard, I saw another article where people are starting to complain because they're realizing the sandwiches are getting smaller. Yeah, but they we've known that for a long time. And flatter. No, but I mean a, a, a Big Mac today is not what a Big Mac was no. when we, in the mid seventies or the eighties when we were younger. Right. They are getting smaller. Well, what happened was you know. The, <laughs> The hamburger there was the only hamburger. The Ray Kroc story is a phenomenal oh, yeah, story. Is, yeah. That was the only hamburger. And and you look at people from back then, they were much smaller, thinner, better looking, all that stuff. <laughs> and then we started to supersize everything, and we all got fat, right? Mm. Well, because of inflation now, everything is shrinking again, right? Yeah. So packaging is shrinking, but the price is not going down. The price is going up, no. and the burger is getting smaller. We eat McDonald's every Friday morning. I stop there and I pick up two Egg McMuffins because that really is the best breakfast, fast food breakfast meal ever created. The Egg Muffin. You like the Egg Muffin? Yeah, I do. I like the Egg Muffin. Yeah. And I don't even like eggs. <laughs> yeah. You know, I get, I get me an no. Egg Muffin. That, I, I, I like, I've always been a Big Mac fan. Yep. But I like, I also and like. I haven't. I, I, I like their quarter pounder with cheese. That's I, when I was a kid, me. I used to love those. Yeah. But now if I want a big old, I, I'll, I'll chomp down on a Big Mac. Right. But I've always loved, I've, I've told you this story for years. That if especially if I'm on a road trip, yeah, those little single small hamburgers. Seriously, fill a bag up. I'll get three of those. Yes, sir. And uh, I just toss it down my throat right. when I'm driving down the highway, mm-hmm. just to have some sustenance. Get on down the road. And I also take a bunch of uh, double cheeseburgers with me with me every time I go up to, to Kinky's. Yeah, for the Freedmans, not sure. for the humans. Right. But for the dogs. Yeah, absolutely. The dogs love <laughs> The dogs love yeah. McDonald's. I will try. And, and the, the Big Mac is just a tad too big for me. I mean, I, right. I have a smaller stomach. But I, I will probably try this just to see how the chicken. Right. I like chicken sandwiches. I do, I do too. like them. 
When you say you have a smaller stomach and you're looking at me, now what the hell you implying by that? No, what the hell you implying by that? I look at you. I looked at the clock. No, you didn't look right at me and said, "I got a bigger, I got a smaller stomach." You stared right at me, Danny James. I have I have to be very careful with with the size of my stomach because I can because I could balloon up in a man. I could balloon up in a hurry. I got to watch what I eat. I got to be very careful. I really hate this Facebook memories thing because a picture came up from a year ago. Of me. Oh, man, I was a whale. Yeah, I was a stinking yeah. whale before yeah, I got a little went size into the, going on. I, it's amazing I didn't have a well, blowhole. I mean, I was a I was Moby well, Dick a year it, ago, man. Wasn't that actually the problem? You didn't yes. have a blowhole, so you had but, nowhere for the food to go, and it was I, just, I just staying in your stay, body. I was I was a porker, man. <laughs> You had a year ago. I can't, I looked at that picture. I'm like, damn. Yeah. No wonder my well, ass ended up in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah but make, you're better now. I am better now. Better now. But it's going to be better a year from space now. Space junk used to follow me around when I go down uh, the hallway. You, man. I got you. Hey, I want to talk about lifestyles unlimited. If you want to retire in five years or less, now look, I, I, we've been talking about this for quite some time because this is a real big deal. There's a lot of big economists now. I'm talking about these New York guys that know the economy and can tell, kind of predict what's going on. They're saying it's a really good idea to get yourself something going on the side where you have income coming in from the side. Side hustles is what is typically called. Well, okay, so financialfreedomlivestream.com, it can be that, but it can also replace your current income and can be a really big deal for you. I mean, to the point where you can retire in five years or less, and they'll show you how you can do that. I, I have personal friends that have retired in less than five years. One of them did it in just over two by investing in real estate because he took the time to get with Lifestyles Unlimited and learn the right way to invest in real estate. It's financialfreedomlivestream.com. Your promo code is WHERE. That's where you're going to get the seminar. That's a huge savings for you right there. You're going to learn step-by-step how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties at financialfreedomlivestream.com. Again, use the promo code WHERE, W-A-R-E. It's 7.50. Ware and Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima. We do this from 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Thanks for checking us out. August 22nd, what day is it? It's Monday. Yay! It's stinking Monday. Right on. Yes, Monday, 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 Monday. Best day of the week, baby. Oh, Best could, day could you, of the week. Could you lighten up a little? Uh, anyway, can't. <laughs> I'm enthused by a Monday. Uh, <laughs> can you lighten up? Every time I come in here on Mondays, he's like coming down the hallway whistling and <laughs> singing. I'm like, lighten up, man. It's uh, Be an Angel Day. Okay. So be, an, be angelic All right. today as you go through your day. It's um, World Plant Milk Day. What? You know, like almond milk oh, or ca- stupid, kale sir. milk that's, or whatever. That's dumb. That's stupid. Oh, no. I, I li- I'll eat the uh, the almond milk. I don't like milk. Milk grosses me out. Where do you squeeze an almond to get the milk out of? From little, little <laughs> almond nipples. Okay, they got them right, hanging right up to the bottom. They got almond udders. It's got to have very tiny hands to milk a almond, almond udders. <laughs> almond udders. <laughs> tweezers. There's Sean with tweezers. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Milking an almond. It's uh, <laughs> National Tooth Fairy Day. Okay. Did you believe in the Tooth Fairy? Is he straight? I don't know. Okay. I never asked. Go ahead. Just I wanted the money. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters, right? My mom used to do this terrible thing when I'd have a loose tooth when I was yeah. a kid. Right. 
she come up and says, I just want to jiggle it. I know. Mine you too. Mom, I just yeah. want to jiggle it. And then she yank it out. Uh-huh. And that's why I'm in therapy. Right. Um, also, finally, it's... <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know why this feels wrong. Uh-oh. Eat a peach day. There's nothing wrong with that. So go eat a peach. Yeah. Yeah. That's all the days? Peach eating day. That's all I got. <laughs> we still got <laughs> 10 minutes. Well, I... You... <laughs> You did not mention <laughs> anything about the marijuana-infused uh, drinks now. What's this? Yeah. His <laughs> I ears I, perked up? What? I knew I was going to get your attention with this. You know how it's all about these seltzers and everything? Right. Right? Right. Everybody's and the seltzers got the, now have booze in them and stuff? Right. And wh- what are they like? Uh, White Claw, you know? Oh, yeah. you see, see a dude walking around with White Claw, you know. Uh, <laughs> he ain't a real, no real man drinks like, White Claw. Not in Texas, baby. My uh, hippie uh, communist daughter drinks those, okay? See, that's exactly right. That's the point. However, there are new, sel- new seltzers out that are weed-infused. Cannabis-infused mocktails, seltzers, and wines are now on the market. Marijuana drinks made with real THC. Oh, so it's not that CBD stuff. No, sir. They do have them where, where a CBD THC mix, or you can go straight on, hardcore, get after it. The number one manufacturer, Paps Blue Ribbon. Pabst Pot Beer. Isn't it great? Uh, they, smell, <laughs> they sell a lemon-flavored high seltzer is what they call it. High seltzer. High seltzer. Does it work, though? Does it actually get you yes. stoned? Yes, yes. And that's part of the problem is that because people will slam four or five of these. And, well, you've got to be careful. Going into it uh, way too much THC. Uh, Rebel Coast is a California-based winemaker. They're making alcohol-free sparkling wine infused with 10 milligrams of THC in it. Now, I don't know. I, I don't know uh, how this works, but 10 yeah. milligrams tends to be what you normally find in, like, an edible. Well, they broke this down. A friend told me. They, well, no, they broke this down in the, in the article. Check it out, man. Mm-hmm. Cannabis-infused beverages are often branded as healthier alternative to alcohol. Uh, they tout themselves to be hangover-free, which I bet that's well, true. Yeah, well, there's you know? no, well, there's no booze in it. Yeah, so you're not going to be hungover. Uh, and it's just self-care associated with health benefits like sleep, anxiety reduction, etc. The risk. Here we go with the risk. It's easy to accidentally consume too much THC well, sure. this way. There's no standard unit for THC product potency, says the doctors. Most experts in the field consider uh, 5 milligrams to be a typical single dose. 5 milligrams. Uh, Over half of cannabis beverages units sold in the U.S. contained 100 milligrams of THC. Oh, (laughs) man. No, no, that's a bit much. Yeah. Most edibles, 5 to 10 milligrams. Most edibles. A friend told me, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I have a friend that actually tried. I, I've never tried the an edible. I don't smoke it. But um, a friend did and said it was lights out, man. Put her like. Which took an edible? Yeah. The 10 milligram edible? Yeah. See ya. Damn. Good night. <laughs> Went right to sleep. People who drink both alcohol and cannabis beverages in the same setting over the course of a party could end up significantly impaired. Well, but see, that's the thing with the consumables, the edibles, that you got to really be careful of. Is you, you, you know, it, it, again, this is what a friend has told me that it, it takes a while to hit you. It doesn't hit you as like if you're like token on a doob. Well, but with so this, hit you real quick. So it's great that you said that because right here it says the stomach absorbs liquids more quickly than solids, so weed drinks kick in much faster than edibles. Really. 
because the stomach just sucks up. So if you suck down three or four of these things. You're done, baby. It's over. Yeah, you're a butterball. You're a baked butterball. You're over in the corner slobbering on yourself. <laughs> hmm. And your point is? Um, in large quantities, just from the story, THC can trigger psychosis. It can induce schizophrenia in rare cases and paranoia. Well, paranoia I can see, but uh, schizophrenia. Yep. Well, you got to a lot of weed to get to become, go schizo, I think. Well, if you drink a if you go get a six pack of these things, they got a hundred milligrams. Of THC that just seems like a bad idea to that's, me. That's, oh, wow, you know, and this a couple of misnomers about legal weed in America is that people think it's completely unregulated, which is absolutely not true. No, At the totally state regulated. level, it's yeah. extremely regulated. In fact, the regulate the regs change almost on a weekly basis. Almost, yeah. Uh, but there needs to be some yeah controls over how much. Yeah. stuff you put in things. Well, you know, I can see these guys going on, you know, spring break and taking this with them on spring break, slamming it with a with a bong, beer bong, right? And the next or thing you know... Or just slamming six beers in a row with, with THC in it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, 100 milligrams per, per drink, and you do six of those, 600 milligrams of THC in your system. And you're like... Oh, man. I mean, I, you're not, I don't think you die, right? It's not like if you did, you know, four grams of cocaine. Oh, I don't know. No, I have no idea about that. But uh, you know, certainly they, there has to you have to be very conscious over popping stuff in your mouth with your edibles or, their, or yeah. drinking them. Yeah, because uh, I would imagine you could overdose. I don't know what to, how badly a person can overdose, but certainly I would think you could, you could get sick at some point. Yeah, you can't got to. Your you body's got to reject it somehow. So anyway, just do it the old-fashioned way. Just roll it and smoke <laughs> it. Is that what you're trying to tell roll me? Roll me up and smoke me when I die. That's what Willie says, by the way. All right, so we'll take a quick break for the news. Sure, why not? All right, because we could just keep going if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at some point, we've got to talk about this KTSA story via the Associated Associated Press. Yes. About Crocs that look look like Crocs, and I'm a big fan of Crocs, that are made with defective sex toys. All right, we'll do that, and come... You Dennis have, nodding his head. You have sex toys on your feet? No, I don't. Okay. I'm just saying they're available. Well, you know, that, that leads... That we could follow up with the story on the south side in King William. They had that really fancy sex store that was robbed and <laughs> $58,000 sex toys. They had diamonds inside of them. How? Why would you put a diamond <laughs> in your sex store? Anyway, and we want to talk about the, the guys from the border uh, and where they are up in New York and what's going on right. with that. And something that happened on the border yesterday that is extremely troubling. That's all coming up with Warren Rima, KTSA. One. No, so I'm serious. You got 75%. 75%, according to NBC News polling, says country's heading the wrong direction. Right. You have 73% of young college students saying, we don't want Joe Biden to right. run again. We don't want him anywhere. you got the Democrats in disarray, and they're searching for a new president. I mean, you know, they, they made it all the way down to AOC. <laughs> to the point now where Ron Klain and Susan Rice, they're out of the closet, and this weekend talking about how they're purposefully hiding Joe Biden, exactly what you and yeah. I have been saying, yeah. that they're keeping him out of sight, out of mind for the midterms, and they're admitting it. Ron Klain over the weekend saying, I get more done without him here. God. I get more done than who's running the country. Obama, Ron Klain, Susan Rice, right. Jared, that whole gang. And they're all scumbags. Yeah, yeah. well, they're radicals, and they're running, they're running the country. 
Joe Biden is not running the country, and they're admitting it. We, you know, they, now they got him back up to Delaware, and then when he gets done with Delaware, they're sending him away. They plan on him making a speech the next time. This is what they've said. The next time we will see him will be August 30th. <laughs> August 30th will be the next time we see the president. Wow, man. So my point is, you know, we got these polls now that are coming out, real clear averages. You've got 538 in a couple of these polls now that are saying the Democrats are catching up to the Republicans. Mitch McConnell saying, well, you know, we probably will not uh, win the Senate at all. Because it's easier to complain about the other guy, what the other guy is doing, than it is to lead, right? So Mitch doesn't really want to lead, right? I, I guess not. Thanks, and, Mitch. Yeah, right. Um, so the point is, they're, you know, they're talking about how now the Democrats are catching the Republicans. And, and Trump lit into Mitch, you know, that I he's just a that. hack. Yeah. You know, get rid of this guy. When you look at everything that's going on in the world, in, in, in our country today, you got a border that is completely open. And and replacement theory is real and it's happening. What we're seeing right now with the border is the United States of America in less than ten years will be a third world poor nation. It's going to an happen. asshole. It it will be yeah. in less than ten years, and that's the plan. That's what they're doing. Get used to dumpster cuisine. Yeah, the price of gasoline is through the roof. The price of food is through the roof. How the Democrats could ever hang on to power? is a mystery other than they compete against Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> We've said it. It's, they've done it before. Uh-huh. They've dropped the ball before, baby, uh-huh. in the midterms. Uh-huh. You know, and, and you said it earlier, and you were absolutely right, that really the the real civil war, if that you know, it, it, not an actual shooting war, but the civil war in this country is Republicans against Republicans. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, is it possible, as I always say, for them to snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They've done it before mm-hmm. in the midterms. So I, you asked me during the commercial break, we were looking at some news coverage of this stuff. He mm-hmm. said, do you think they're, they're going to screw it up? And I said, well, it's possible. Yeah. Well, the polling shows them one or two points between each other. It should be nine million points yes. ahead. Because everything sucks right now. When, when you're talking about groceries, uh We've got another big deal that's going on. Unless you read the financial pages, which most people don't, right? Right. You're not going to know this. But credit card debt is soaring. Oh, yeah. Why? Well, it's real simple when you think about it. People ate through their savings. First of all, all that helicopter money from the government's gone. Right. They spent all that. Whatever they saved by being at home during COVID, they burned through that to buy gas and groceries. Now they're running up their credit card debt to buy gas and groceries because that's a couple of things you really have to have you have to have those two well yeah there's certain things you must have just to live your life right you know and uh uh I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are burning up their credit cards which is bad for the economy because you're not really it's not real money right you're just going further into debt well they're never going to get out you're never going to get out of that percent interest right you know <laughs> so i mean we've had to start using our credit cards here and there for stuff because we have a lot of things going on but uh, it's scary mm-hmm. it, it really is scary stuff because uh, it, i forget who the uh, the financial guy you were quoting last week uh was saying that you know it, it, we we haven't even seen the worst of this it, it's it's like a wave coming at us that it's we, we're started. not we're not seeing it's just getting started uh, and we're already in a recession so what does that mean yeah yeah so i mean it's it, this whole thing about the republicans you know taking over the house and hanging on to the senate 
I've been saying it a long time, and you have too, man. You cannot take this for granted. Absolutely you know? not. You got to show up, man. In fact, let's let's talk about the border for a minute. You want to? Sure. Okay. So all these folks are getting to New York, and they're getting cell phones, they're getting food, they're getting uh, enrolled. The Timothy Dolan, the Cardinal in New York, is enrolling them in high class, first class catholic schools that only the rich can afford right. he's putting them in there they're staying in five-star hotels <laughs> these are illegal immigrants that, that, i guess they figured out what to do with them <laughs> yeah that's right well this is how they're going to get their vote right right remember right. to vote uh, democrat so that's what they're doing uh, with them in new york city well i mean this is this is what we're facing here uh down at our border just yesterday the agents get a radio call said i need all agents to come in mm, yeah <clears throat> so they go into the office and so we have mm. an open border because all the agents are in the office, and you're here to process now. We have a backlog. Uh, we have a line that's 2,500 people long. <sighs> so what we need you to do is be in here and process these folks so that they can be inter- brought into the United States. We need you to do the paperwork instead of watching the border. So there's nobody out there with badges and guns watching the border. There's no more regular patrols, Every, right? Everybody's in the, in the building going, yes, sir, your height, weight, yes, sir, you better, all that stuff, doing paperwork. Doing paperwork. And so they're just flowing now across the border, you know, thousands upon thousands every day, every day flowing across the border. Fentanyl, uh, you know, meth, all that stuff is flowing across the border every day, made to look like candy and all that. And the demographers that I read and that I study say that at this rate, in 10 years or less, America will be a poor third world nation. But that's what they want. Of course. They're, they want the two-tiered system where you have, and I don't call them elites because I don't think they're elite at anything. I call them the ruling class. Right. Right. And then the rest of us down here who are dependent on the ruling class. Right. That's the vision. That's it. That's what they want. And so they're bringing in, and, and, and Tucker talks about the replacement. People go, no, replacement's not real. Yes, that's a Republican. No, they are. They're coming in. And they're coming in in such numbers that they are replacing workers on jobs. They're working for less. They're very low-skilled. They don't have high skills. And now with this new tax thing, businesses, with the one that Biden signed last week, businesses are going to be disincentivized to explore, take new risks and all because the government's just going to take whatever they yeah. whatever well, they why, make. Why, why would you produce or innovate if the if the government's it, it would, take if, it. The, if the government's taking most of what you earn? Right, your fair share, so to speak. Right. So the economy goes down. You end up as a the <sighs> demographers I'm reading are saying a third world poor nation. The United States of America at this rate, if this continues, you're going to have to have another Trump to stop it. Somebody like him. Well, Trump or DeSantis, right. Or Noam or what have you, but uh you know if 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 we continue on this track, if November is screwed up, we're screwed. I mean, really. I mean, you're you're going to have to uh, hopefully get somebody in the White House that's going to be able to turn this around. But man, it's scary and you see it every single stinking day. You know, when you go to the HEB and there's empty shelves, and we were at the HEB yesterday just buying a couple of things, and there was certain certain basic stuff that just wasn't there anymore. Really? You go to the, uh, uh, look, I, 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 I'm a big convenience store guy, right? I, go, yeah. I hit two or three convenience stores a day. Yeah. You go into certain convenience stores and you see basic stuff not on the shelves. Seriously. I've noticed this, yeah. Uh, and uh, and that's where at the point where we are now. Mm. You know, you give that a couple of years on the same track. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're done. Right. And, you know, I, the moron crowd, they think this stuff is great. Mm. The idiots who swallow this hook, line, and sinker 
and don't think about it. They don't read. They don't research. They, you know, their immigration, illegal immigration mystifies them. It's all about dreamers, and we're helping people escape really crummy places. Well, baby, they're, they're escaping to a place that's going to be a crummy place itself in just a handful of years. Well, that's what happens, right? Yeah. It's, it's, Venezuela at one point was a very rich nation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And look what happened. Yeah. And and so far in the Biden administration, five million people have been brought in here. God, five now, million. These are not high skilled no. people that they're bringing in. These are very low skill. I'm not trying to trash them. I'm telling the truth. We're talking facts. I, I read demographers all the time, and these are very low skilled individuals who are coming in. They are some in some cases bringing disease with them or whatever, but that's another issue, you know, altogether. Certainly there are criminals that are coming in. There's gangbangers. There's terrorists that are coming sure. in. We know this to be fact. It's not just conjecture, right-wing talk radio. This is what's going on. But enough of this over a 10-year period, and it could happen sooner than that because think about this. In two years, that's 5 million people. If you compound that over time, in, in, by the time Joe Biden's out of office, you could be talking somewhere between 15 and 20 million people that have come in. Fifteen to twenty. In a, what are we? A thirty million uh, people. Uh, well, three hundred, three hundred thirty. But still, that's a significant addition oh, to the population. Shoot. And again, these these are not these are not doctors and engineers. No, no they're not. They are not. You and, know, I hate to say, but they're just not. They're not. And getting them to that point, getting them ramped up where they could be doctors and engineers and whatever is uh, an impossibility in our lifetime. So oh, yeah, yeah. You, you have to think about your if you continue to bring in the people from third world nations. Then you are changing the very fabric of our society. You know, demographic of our society, exactly, into a third world nation. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, honestly, and I know I've said this before, and it may sound trite or weird or whatever, but I, I thought September 11th was the worst thing I'd ever seen. Which, and it was. I'm not trying to diminish horrible the horror of that day, and in the weeks after. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the worst thing I'm ever going to see happen in America. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Yeah. We, we, we are seeing the destruction of America right before our very eyes. Day by day, drip by drip. Drip by right, drip, right, right. Small steps, but yep. it's happening. That's where we're headed. So we've got to make a change. Just to you know, circle back on this discussion, uh, November has got to be a, a massive change in both the House and the Senate. I don't care what Mitch McConnell says. Don't listen to him. Yeah, get rid of don't him. Don't listen to anybody who lives in the swamp. Yeah, get rid of him. Get rid of him. All right, a uh, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. i got to tell you about my friends at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels. They are the number one volume Ram truck dealer in Texas, and that's year after year after year after year after year. So the factory sends the best of the best. The best pickings of Ram trucks come to Blue Bonnet in New Braunfels, right? August is their biggest sale month of the year, and time is running out for you to take advantage of the wonderful savings. The Make This the Summer Sales event. Choose from over 500 vehicles in stock. More come every Every single day. And if you don't find exactly what you're looking for at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels, you can reserve one that's on the truck headed this way. Or, hey, you can custom order. And there's no additional charge to custom order. You'll get special summer event savings in addition to the low posted prices. You'll get great selection and a year of free oil changes and car washes with your brand new car or truck purchase. And what's really cool, during the month of August, they're open until 10 p.m. every Friday and Saturday. Make it easy for you to shop. Shop in person. You can shop online if you want or by phone. 
That's right there at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels, where price is the difference. AccuWeather forecast. Ooh, that sounds good. Cloud, sunshine, high of 96. And then tonight, humid with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm tomorrow. Humid with a couple of showers, heavy thunderstorm, and could be flash flooding tomorrow with a high of 87. Right now, it's 80 degrees. KTSA. 7-1. All right, 8-24. If you're listening to this right now and you were there last night, you can't hear anyway, so don't worry. The ringing will yeah. stop. The ringing will stop by the weekend. <laughs> yes, it'll go away at some point. What you got? Well, you're going to like this one, and I like this too. A, we have a private Christian school in Florida. Yeah. And uh, I guess in previous months uh, or a bit of a while ago, they, they have a, it's a Christian school. Yeah. Okay, it's Grace Christian School. And they have a policy. If you're going to attend classes here, uh, you cannot have you know, extramarital sex, mm-hmm. and you must identify as your biological gender. Mm-hmm. You can't be trans. You can't, or you ha- you'll be asked to leave. Right. It's a Christian school, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, uh, the dean, I guess, is what you'd call him, uh, or administrator uh, Barry McKean, uh, was do- uh, doing an interview with Fox News Digital, and he's not backing down. He's received death threats. Mm-hmm, yeah. There was a woman who uh, whose uh, kid is trans. I don't know, men to woman or woman to men, and this student was asked to leave, and uh, the mom was all upset. And this guy has received death threats, and he's not backing down. Good for him. If I back down from something like this, I'm abandoning what God has said is the truth. I kind of rack my brain to like, how is this hard for people to understand? This is what God said. And I, I respect this because you know what? If you're gay or trans or if you want to have extramarital sex, don't go to a Christian school. So that's what are, are that Holy one. crap. I mean, not the cuss, but I mean, it's no. so silly. You said that over and over again, like the whole baking thing, right? You know, those guys that were going in and uh, we want you to bake us a cake. Oh, yeah. And are, you're right. They go purposely there's, go into a Christian bakery. There's a million bakery. bakeries yeah. you could have gone to. They target that one yeah. specifically for that purpose. That's why they're working so hard. Like Joe Biden's about to change Title IX and include gender in Title IX because then it's discrimination. Oh, see, that's a it, bunch of it's, crap. It's a lawful or unlawful discrimination, and they go right after these these Christian schools. I'll tell you who's who's under attack right now. Who's got a big target on their back? We talked about that with Republicans last week. Republicans are the biggest threat to democracy, and right. so on and so forth. New York Times, yeah, it, yeah. but Christians. Oh yeah, Christians too, man. Uh, Absolutely, you, you got a target on your back. And I have told my Christian friends that have these big churches for a long time: if you're in debt, get out of debt. Mm. Oh yeah, because <laughs> things are about to change for uh, Christianity in America. You have a big target on you, and they're coming for you in this matter. This is exactly what you're talking. Well, about. and you know, it's it's very under highly underreported about how many churches have been sacked. Uh, uh-huh. And attacked and vandalized since the Roe v. Wade thing came down. Right. I saw an article on that over the weekend where not even Fox News really is reporting this stuff. The churches are being vandalized almost on a weekly crazy. basis. It's crazy. And crazy. and it is. Because, look, whenever they t- the left are targets white Christians, they're, they're also tar- or, or white men, they're targeting white Christians. There was a, another a study that came out last week from some liberal school or no, from the American Psych- uh, 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 American Psychological Association, mm-hmm. put out a study 
that said guns and people who support the Second Amendment are predominantly white Christian males. Mm-hmm. Because they showed pictures to people, sure. about 20 people, and had, had them make associations. Uh, it's the Christian part they really don't like. The Roe v. Wade thing uh, really opened the floodgates on the hatred of Christianity in this country. Well, and it's, it's growing every day. Yeah. And they want it gone, and that's why they're targeting special churches, uh, schools like this. You know, uh, they, they want transgender people to go in and apply for jobs. And a church will say, sorry, right. you, you can't work here. And then they're going to use that as, as discrimination. Oh, no, it's big. And, in fact, Ted Cruz, when, when they had Christopher Ray, the FBI director, in front of the committee the other day, Ted Cruz held up a teaching brochure that the FBI uses to teach their agents about radicalized people in America. And their symbols are such things as the Betsy Ross flag, God. the Gadsden flag, the Don't Tread on right. Me flag, the Gonzalez Come and Take It flag. So if you have that, if you have a shirt with that on it, if you're affiliated, with that at all if you put it up on your social media or whatever the fbi considers you a domestic terrorist <laughs> they're trained to look at that and go oh that must be a domestic terrorist we need to investigate sean because he's got the don't tread on me flag on his website yeah and they're coming for you they're coming for it's you crazy and uh uh especially the christians and, and people of faith uh well specifically christians they're not going after any other it's not they're not going after the hindus they're not going after american muslims they're not going after the jews even to a certain extent it's just crazy that you're the target and it goes back to a conversation we just had the border's wide open and you're the target and you're the the (laughs) right we're importing bad guys (laughs) we're the the ones in the crosshairs back in a minute more where and rhyme are coming up ktsa hey hey that was cheesy. <laughs> it really was. It was cheesy. <laughs> we're, we're, hey. we're radio guys. We do that stuff on occasion. I got some breaking news here. What's that? So I'm just going to kind of read it from the website. Sure. It's coming down right now. U.S. Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt formally hmm. rejected this. just happened. Formally rejected the Justice Department's argument to keep the entire affidavit that led to the search warrant for the FBI's, quote, unprecedented. This is his word. Really? Unprecedented raid. A former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home under seal, given the intense public and historical interest, his words. Reinhardt, in a filing Monday morning, just now came out, said he rejects the government's argument that the present record justifies keeping the entire affidavit under seal. He said he has given the Justice Department an opportunity to propose redactions if I decline to seal the entire affidavit. Of course, that's due this coming Thursday. Accordingly, it is hereby ordered, ordered is in all caps, so he's yelling ordered, (laughs) ordered, (laughs) by the deadline, the government shall file under seal a submission addressing possible redactions, providing any additional evidence or legal argument. So basically what happened was the government went back and said, we're not going to do the redaction thing. We want the whole thing under lock and key. And he said, nope. You know, increasingly I'm starting to see your side of this, that you think that they sold him a bill of goods in the beginning to get that warrant. That's what I think. And now he's realizing it. And he's like, no, you know what? We're going to put that thing out there. We're going to put that affidavit out there. I, You know, just like the FISA, remember the FISA thing? Mm-hmm. And oh, they yeah. went to the FISA court and they lied to the judge so they could unseal Carter right. Page. That's where the whole Russian collusion thing started. I think they did the same thing here. I think they went to him and said, we had this and we got that, and Trump's got nuclear codes. Mm. It's like, you know, when he goes to bed at night, he's reading the nuclear codes. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, and right? they, it's right? well, and I tell you what's yeah, he's he's in the bathroom. He's taking the nuclear codes to the bathroom, and, and while he's sitting right. in it, right, memorizing yeah. them. Well, you know what, what gets what got what started to change my my thoughts on this, especially over the past couple of days, is that first off, these people have a track record of track record of doing this, right, of lying to judges, That's right. And secondly, it's the same bunch of guys. It's the same ones. It's the same cabal. Remember when I yeah. discovered that last Thursday? Yeah. Was that it's the same names, this Auten guy mm-hmm. and these other guys that I named last week. The same ones that ran Crossfire Hurricane, which was the Russian collusion right. thing. They're running this one. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're doing it again. Uh, they're running the same play. It's like the, what did Barack Obama call it? He called it the okie doke. You're going to run the okie doke on the me. The okie doke. You know what he called that? They are, you yes. can't run the okie doke on me. Well, guess what? I think they're trying to run the okie doke part two. And this judge ain't having none of well, He's not having it. He's not going to go down on this. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying he's a stellar guy because we no. still know he has some connections to Epstein right, with this guy. Right. But at least he's sort of doing the right thing here. So we'll see what the – I mean, he's all, he also gets to approve the redactions. Yeah, he does. So they can't just black out everything. Yeah. Except for the page numbers, as right. you said last week, and hand it over to him. He's got to – he gets to approve the redactions. And if he doesn't like their appeal, they get to appeal. Right. His, his, you know, but if, if he has the final say-so. Right. As to what gets released and what doesn't get released. And the thing about it, and you know, I was doing some study on a lot of these uh, affidavits like this. Those names are not in there. They're they're talking about we have to protect our sources and stuff. It, it most time it says source one. Right, right. Okay. So there's no names that could be released. most times no. So you're not even going to risk Sean Ryma's name or Trey Ware's name being exposed as sources. I would be source number two. You would be source number eight. Whatever in the affidavit itself. So very rarely do you have that being uh, the circumstance where, where a, a source is revealed. Right. What they're more concerned about is it would give Trump's lawyers an opportunity to see the roadmap of what they're, they're trying to get him somewhere, right? Right, right. So they're trying Mar-a-Lago. Then they've got one in D.C. they're working on. They have two in New York they're working on. They're trying right. to find a way to get him in any way they can. And you know they're uh, that's going to give them give his lawyers a, a chance to see what they're doing. Well, I think he's the Teflon president, and they can try all they want; it ain't going to work. Right. But yeah, I, I I think you're right. I think they lied to this judge initially, and so we got all this stuff that we that's some high security stuff that we got to get out of there. And it could could just be you know not a lie of commission could be a lie of omission. Well, right. True. Yeah. They might have left something out or mm-hmm. didn't you know whatever. Who knows? But he now feels like this has to come out. He, for whatever reason, right. he now feels like it needs to be unsealed. When ninety nine percent of the time, these judges defer to the government. Right, right. Not this time. Mm-mm. Levin was off. His, was unhinged last night. I don't know if you saw any of the Levin show. You're probably sleeping. But yeah. What did he say? <laughs> he was just. They had the damn documents back in June. <laughs> so go get them. <laughs> what do you need a raid for? <laughs> this is underhanded. It's wrong, and it needs to stay. But then he, he went and he listed off all of the things they've done uh, from the very first, from the Russian collusion when he was still on the campaign trail, all the way till Mar-a-Lago. All they've the, tried all everything, the, all the they? impeachments. You impeached him twice when he was in office and once when he was out. Right. Yeah, I mean, he gets that guy's just going to explode one day. Right. You know what I mean? But he's right. 
Well, when he comes on Hannity, he, Hannity used to like engage with him. Now Hannity just sits back and folds. It just lets him go. Yeah, now Sean, Sean, this is my time. My, my, hey, <laughs> hey, this is my time. And now here's the great one, Mark Levin. Go, Mark. <laughs> I'm pissed off, John. <laughs> Let me tell you what the hell's going on here. Well, and and that's good because we should be. Yeah, you know, absolutely. With what is going on? This should not be allowed in our country. That here we are. This is now three weeks today, Monday. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. And we got three minutes out of Merrick Garland. That's it. And the three minutes was how we're not going to stand back and be victimized by all oh, you people. You people who are victimizing you. the FBI. We're not going to be victimized. But that was the three minutes. What a pathetic display that was. Right. You know, and that's it. That's the only comments we've heard. Uh, they asked the press secretary. She says, I'm not going to talk about that from here. Yeah. And as Levin pointed out, too, at this point now they're attacking a private citizen. Oh, Trump's yeah. Trump's a private citizen. Absolutely. Holds no office at this point. And he even said he was going off last night. He said this is he, he brought up the Espionage Act, as you did last week, and said this was used by Woodrow Wilson to go after his enemies. Absolutely. It, it has no it has no validity now no. in any way, shape, or form. He came up with it so that what he was doing, he was doing conscription, obviously, the draft. Right, right. right. And if you were a draft dissenter, he was using the Espionage Act to lock you up. And you didn't have to do anything. Right. All you had to do was say, I don't agree with this war. I don't agree with what's going on. Bam, they knocked on your door and locked you up. Well, the fact that they have to go back to that to try to justify this tells yeah. you a lot. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen. on. Th- I don't know how long this whole process is going to take. But uh, I because I, they can appeal once he, mm-hmm. he makes his, he looks at the redactions. He either approves them or doesn't approve them. And then they have a right to appeal what he approves or right. disapproves of. Right. Okay. So this could go on for a while. Oh, sure. Yeah. And there's no doubt in my mind that Joe Biden knew every every last bit of this all. Oh time. yeah, that this this is not something. Or that, they whoever, well, whoever thinks for Biden, they knew about the it. administration again. Yeah, I mean Ron Klain admitted over the weekend, it's better when he's not here. Now you think about that for a minute. <laughs> he's the duly elected mm, sort of president of the United <laughs> States, and his chief of staff says, "I get more done, and it's better when he's not here." So <laughs> we got him on vacation. Now we're sending him on another voca- vacation, and we have no plans for him until august 30th wow. that's next tuesday right <laughs> it's crazy we, call, well, we called it we said they're gonna keep him out of sight yeah until as november. much as possible until, until november because yeah. he's an anchor around their neck man. absolutely all right quick break more wire and rhyme coming up uh, 651-5899 that's your phone number for quarter moon plumbing heat and ac yep residential commercial the the service trucks are fully stocked and ready